genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we're covering the movie Clerks, one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkash. Today we're covering Minute 24 of Clerks, quite possibly the greatest algebra minute ever. And we're joined one final day by Alyssa from the Austin Powers Minute. Yeah, baby! (laughs) And Mike from the Tarantino Minute. There's two ways you can go on this job. My way or the highway. Welcome aboard. Hey, what's going on? Was that better on energy? (laughs) Probably not. It was... It's just like George Lucas always says, faster and more intense. At least that's what he said on the original trilogy. I'm I'm not doing it. We're not going down the Star Wars thing again. All right. We're moving on. Moving on. Now, Revenge of the Sith. (laughs) I'm not talking about it. I'm not talking about it. Minute 24 begins with Dante rationalizing and ends with a young mom looking for a video. We get like three little quick scenes in this, so uh, we're going to make up for the last minute where they just sat at the, the counter for the whole time. And this is this is the minute where he says algebra, bad lunch, and infidelity, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mixed up my minutes. But, Mike jumped the gun. Yeah. I, I just assumed that I wrote it down wrong, because I've done that before. <laughs> Mike wrote it down wrong. We watched, the, we watched minute 24 before we watched minute 23. You're like, oh man, there's a weird jump cut here. Kevin's Sorry. a terrible writer. <laughs> just throwing him under the bus. <laughs> So uh, Dante says um, that uh, Caitlin's frustrated and vulnerable. I think I like that he says there's a lot of good in their relationship. Yeah, what good? <laughs> what, yeah, what was good? What was so good? <laughs> they were a great couple, besides all the lying and the cheating. Right. Yeah. I think the first five times the cheating, that was the good part. The last three were the real headbanger. <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe she was, like, amazing sexually. God knows she was getting enough practice. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Do we think Dante ever cheated on her? Like, probably not. I don't think so. I, mean, I don't get that feeling at all. No. I don't either. Just because, I mean, he slept with 12 girls, and I'm wondering when that happened, but he probably <laughs> I don't see him cheating on her. And Now, Randall later on will mention something about the 12 girls, so you're led to believe that that's a firm number, but I was going by the rule of threes here, where it's always assumed that any number that a guy throws out, he has multiplied by three. Mm. So I think four would probably actually be a better number for him, because that would be Caitlin and Veronica would be two of them. That would mean there was only two more. That honestly seems more like Dante's speed. Yeah, that sounds a little better. I don't know. I mean, he doesn't seem like a dude that's going to lie. One of them will the movie. He's lying to one of them. Both of them. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I don't know. If, 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 if this guy, if I was like friends with him, if I was his Randall, he was like, yo, I slept with 10, 12 girls. But like, I believe that. Okay, but and he gets really upset about the 37 dicks. Right. He gets like too upset. Yeah, but that's... If he only slept with four girls, That's I can imagine getting upset about three times days. the amount of people he's slept with is the amount of dick she's had in her mouth. Yeah, <laughs> could have said about it myself. <laughs> so yeah, well, sorry, no, it's not the but, right minute. But we'll revisit that again because as we brought it up, then we we're trying to figure out why he gets so pissed. So is he pissed just because the number's so high, or because, as I said, it seemed like she was intentionally misleading him to believe it's oh, it's this low number, it's three. I'm just the sweet little girl from next door. You're the you're the man whore that's been with 12 people. So then she gets pissed at him when he says it's 12, and she hits him. And then when he gets mm-hmm. pissed that it's 37, she doesn't understand why. Right, that's a good yeah. way to look at it, yeah. Yeah, they're both, they're not I emotionally mean, mature. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're 22 years old, so I mean, what do you expect? Out oh, of that's them? true. I don't know. I mean, I understand why he got upset. <laughs> it wasn't that earlier in the movie? That was earlier. We've already yeah. seen that, right? Yeah. Okay. I understand why he gets upset. Like, that's a lot of dicks. Like, 
Come on. That's a pretty good amount. That's, a, that's more than it, a good amount. That's like an it, it, <laughs> That's almost 40. Yeah. It also seems like she never let on that she had quite that, like, again, she said she only slept with three people, including him. So it seemed like he didn't know that she had, like, a sexual history like that. Like, even if you don't know how many people your partner slept with, somewhere in the recesses of your mind, you got an estimate. Yeah. You're like, okay, well, they did this and that. They're, you know, they're outgoing. You're like, if they're super outgoing, they had a lot of quote-unquote boyfriend or girlfriends, you're like, okay, I multiply by three there. Or if they're like, uh, you know, they're like uh, Adrian from Rocky. Yeah, I'm guessing she doesn't have 37 on hers. You know, she's, she's like an introvert and stays inside. Mm. I think he was floored by how many. I think he was thinking she was like a nun. That's a lot of dicks, actually. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. Like, I in have never... I, I'm 24, I've never even been <laughs> in a row. Right, <laughs> I've never even kissed 37 now. people. Well, we had said it earlier when we were talking about it. Uh, after we had the whole Bill Clinton is oral sex sex discussion, which, yes, it is. And then we were like, it's better to just ask instead of an exact number. If all the people you've slept with were in a vehicle, what kind of vehicle would it be? Would it be a car? <laughs> a minivan? A bus? A motorcycle? <laughs> a, an airplane? <laughs> be a one-man submarine. A unicycle? <laughs> <laughs> just a razor scooter that's most my what I'm wondering about in this minute is he says that Caitlyn's frustrated and vulnerable does Dante like his relationship with Caitlyn now because he now has the upper hand for once I can see that yeah because it doesn't he's saying that she changed but she doesn't sound like she's not like a real adult yet like she's not like an independent woman you know she's scared and she's vulnerable and he's like oh okay like now's my time like to like get all up in there <laughs> I mean, he also that's seems not... <laughs> to be making excuses for her the whole time too yeah my next thing is uh about him rationalizing he rationalizes which in this day and age would be mostly done through like text and cell phone if you're talking to s- somebody else you're cheating on somebody <laughs> like you're not physically cheating but if you have a couple hour conversation with your ex-girlfriend you're well on your way oh yeah, that, yeah. like you're already digging your if, own i mean if this was this day and age like would he be sending her dick pics is that where we are i mean he flat out says that he thinks what is it what's the quote it's a manifestation of his subconscious desire to break up with veronica and pursue a more meaningful relationship with caitlin so, like, he already knows that he wants to pursue a more meaningful relationship with Caitlyn. Like, he already knows that. So, I would say that that's cheating. Like, he's talking to her all the time on the phone, late at night, and he already he has a girlfriend, but he thinks that he wants to break up with her for this other girl. Yes. That's cheating. He, yeah, that's cheating. right now, he's trying to be the guy who's waiting in line, and there's two lines to get up the register, and he's standing with his legs spread, with one foot in each line. And he's just waiting to see which one. Like, if Caitlyn were to call him up and say, I'm moving away, I never want to talk to you again, he would be upset, but he would just go back to Veronica. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't really lose anything. Right. He would, he would get to paint her nails again, and so. Yeah. He's <laughs> yes. really good at painting nails. We just got a female opinion on that. He is good at painting nails. Isn't he? All right. So. You're asking a girl who doesn't paint her nails. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. I was just about okay, to ask, have you ever had a guy paint your nails? Would you even want a guy to paint your nails? I got Michael J. Fox hands. I would never be able to paint her fingernails. <laughs> now, does that mean just, does that mean they're shaky? Michael J. Fox. Well, Michael J. Fox makes uh, Michael J. Fox jokes. It's okay. Exactly. <laughs> as long as he's all right with it. I'm shaking my head at that. <laughs> oh, I see where you went there. <laughs> there goes my chance for ever getting. Well, good thing Back to the Future minute's gone. I'm never going to be on there. All right, so let me go back here. I got to run through the minute, because I'm trying to see exactly the moment that Randall sees in the paper about what he's looking at. It's about 32 seconds, I think. 
33, 34. Oh, 34. He raises an eyebrow like The Rock because Dante's still going on his whole Caitlyn thing about, oh, me and Caitlyn are going to do this and that when he's going on his whole my subconscious desire to break up. And then he sees a little something in the paper. Back in the day, kids, there were things called newspapers. <laughs> and in a newspaper, that's where your announcements would be. Newspapers were like Facebook. You wanted to post something on your wall, you had to go pay the newspaper to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you, didn't, you couldn't just change your relationship status. So, so he's, they're talking about the newspaper, and like then he realizes that he has to order movies. He used to do his order. He, what are that? They're not talking about the newspaper. He's he's saying that she was uh like vulnerable and scared and whatever doesn't want to like or not ready to enter the real world in college yeah whatever something like that um and Randall immediately realizes that he has to order videos hey so I'm guys- talking to myself here <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> right <laughs> but do you guys think that like that triggered him remembering he has to order the videos like based on what kind of videos he's ordering i mean i'm yeah. vulnerable college real world he's like oh i gotta order some movies and he's like oh yeah i got some movies i got some college co-eds i need to deal with next door exactly. <laughs> like is that what triggered him to be like oh i gotta, I gotta. or was he just like oh dante's whining and complaining again oh i better order those videos or the boss is gonna be whining and complaining that's quite frightening considering what those videos are gonna be about next week yeah <laughs> I know we were watching it. We were watching this last night, and I was like, "Damn, why couldn't they give us those next minutes?" <laughs> we had because somebody ask for that minute months ago. Yeah. I, <laughs> as, as soon as I announced it, somebody specifically asked for it. Just get to analyze all those titles. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to have to read all the titles off. That should be fun. He also said if he's going to do research for that, he's going to the library. He's not using his own computer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like I can't type any of that thing into Google. I'm going to go on a watch list. Not like the good kind of watch list. Not like the Russian watch list. Again, guys, come on, please. <laughs> back around again. <laughs> I'm serious about this. We're watching chemtrails. Um, so, so do we, like is is Dante like? Does he is he afraid of the friend zone? Like, I don't understand. He's talking to Caitlin at two thirty in the morning. When you talk to a girl that late at night, and it's your ex girlfriend. Or, like, it's a girl you're talking to. Like, that's, like, nine times out of ten, you're getting friend zone. Like, no girl is gonna... I don't know. That's what? Just, what do you mean, what? No, if they're talking, like, that late at night, and she's like... But you've already had a pass, and you don't... And you're not currently doing anything? Like, that's like a, like a hey, bro, we're friend zone. That's just the way I, I see mean, it. Or is that, like, a, I've been out with my boyfriend all night, and now it's 2.30 in the morning, I'm gonna call you. Yeah. And talk to you about my shitty date night. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. yeah that, that's... <laughs> then you're a friend zone. <laughs> Yeah, your friend zone. No, I just I think that he's like in the friend zone with her, but she's never talked about the the boyfriend or fiance. But oh. he does say later in the movie that he knew that she was seeing. Oh, people. seeing other people. Yeah, I guess. No, he he'll complain later that she didn't say that she had a boyfriend though. Yeah. He'll say, "I told you I had a girlfriend. You never even said you had a boyfriend." So, she, but he did know that she was seeing. People. But she didn't know just he had that it wasn't serious. Yeah. I guess. With her history, she's always been seeing people, even when she was <laughs> seeing people. Literally, while she's seeing you, she's seeing people. <laughs> yeah. she's probably seeing then, somebody right now. And then, like this, like that's the plot of the movie now, isn't it? It's like so he lays the paper down about the fiance. Like that's that's it. Like that, here's that's your movie what the rest plot. Of the movie's yeah, about. That, I mean that's Dante's plot, basically. Yeah, it's just like I have to figure out what's going on here. I do have written in my notes right there. I just have boom. Like, as he drops the paper. <laughs> that was, like, really smooth, though, right? Like, him, like, putting the paper down on the counter like that? Like, I don't know. It was really good. He's got some smooth moves. Like, yeah. when he opened the door before with with the woman outside. So yeah. He does move around pretty smoothly. <laughs> 
And his little dance when he comes into like the room in the very beginning. <laughs> I guess that's the Jay and Silent Bob that it cuts to right after that. That's almost like a scene break, just for you to soak yeah, in exactly what happened. What said, yeah, <laughs> just for <Yeah>. no reason. <laughs> also, he says the four of you should talk it yeah. over, which is pretty smooth too. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Now I have a question. It happened to me for years when I was watching this. It doesn't get brought up here, but I'll bring it up to you guys because you're not going to be here after this. The guy will later be referred to as an Asian design major. Mm -hmm. I thought that he was Asian. (laughs) I thought that's what it meant, and he was a design major. Oh my! Oh my god! I thought so too. And they were just specifying, and I thought it was really weird that they specified that he was Asian. (laughs) It's like Asian designs. No, he's actually Asian. They say his name is Sang. Today, so he is Asian. So I was right. So the person I was arguing with is wrong. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because later on, the, later on they, uh, they're talking, and she's like, oh, his name is Saint. And he goes, goes past tense. Past tense. <laughs> oh, so it's just some casual racism. That's fine, then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fine. We've already had some casual Again, homophobia. considering the time, the fact that they said Asian is probably <laughs> yeah. the best you could hope for. Like, at least that's still an acceptable terminology. Yeah. Didn't yeah. go uh, World War II. Uh, it didn't. <laughs> Would have been a yeah. Quentin Tarantino name for it. One of those names <laughs> where he's getting interviewed and they're like, why did you use this term? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I just, it's just what we use. Right. Why'd you have to use it 65 times? Because they said it <laughs> 65 times. When he drops the paper down in front of him and the song starts playing, the song's title is called Making Me Sick. Pretty fittingly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's called Making Me Sick by Bash and Bop. I'm not going to do a deep dive. They're a. Uh, Alternative rock group formed in '92, and they broke up in '94. So, <laughs> so that was one. That'd be one of the songs that was on the soundtrack before Miramax bought it. When I googled the actual song, the only thing it came up on was the Clerks soundtrack. Yeah, so. like that was like Love Among Freaks and like one other band. They were they were yeah. the ones that like uh, okay. people Kevin knew that he was able to get on there. But I did like that the name of the song was "Making Me Sick." Yeah. All right. So, does anybody want to explain what happens during the Jane Silent Bob dance? Um, is he doing the Running Man? That was my question. Kind of. Or but, his form of it, yeah. But he's not really doing the running man. He's doing, like, I don't know what the hell he's doing. Like a drug dealer <laughs> running man. <Yeah. laughs> like then, his own. And then he takes his hat off, and Bob puts up in his hat. He smiles and puts it in his pocket. I, think it's, I thought it was a pack of cigarettes he put in there. I, I thought it was tell. a cigarette, yeah. But it, it kind of looks like he tipped him. <laughs> <laughs> I know Jay was real happy about it. He's big smile on his face, and he put it in his pocket. Yeah, what is it? I think it's cigarettes. Do we know, does Kevin Smith smoke? At this time, he did not smoke. I was going to say, he's smoking that cigarette like nobody smokes a cigarette. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. smoke at this point. I found yeah, that he, out he does mention it on the commentary. Even when he's smoking, he's like, look at that. That guy does not know how to smoke. After this movie, he's going to start smoking, Yeah, right? he, he became a, a very dedicated smoker after this for years. I, I always I always find that in movies. Well, like, in, even in Reservoir Dogs, there's a point where Mr. White lights a cigarette and, like, he, like, takes a puff, and, like, that's the end of it. It's like, what are you doing with that full cigarette you just lit up? Like, and I see, that's a big pet peeve of mine in movies, when I see people smoking, like, they're not smoking. I was going to say, isn't there a there. scene in Reservoir Dogs where he doesn't light the cigarette? Yeah, he barely, he gets the gets the lighter up to it, and then just takes it away. And <laughs> yeah. in the next scene, it's lit. It's like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just funny to see, as you get, like, further and further away from, like, this time frame, just, there's just so much less and less smoking in movies. And yeah. when people are doing it, it they're try- they're making a statement. Like, oh, that person's smoking. They're a bad person. They're evil. Where it's like you watch old movies and you're like, oh, my God, everybody smokes in this movie. Oh, my God. They're in the delivery room smoking. They're smoking <laughs> everywhere in them old movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, you watch, like, an old episode of, like, The Tonight Show from the 70s. Like, he's smoking. The guests smoke. You're like, oh, my God. Oh, if, you watch, smoking. if you watch, like, MASH, they're in there and, and operating on people with cigarettes in their hands. Are you drunk? I'm pretty sure that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, maybe not MASH. I but. was going to say. <laughs> 
I'm going to go ahead and call bullshit on you there. <laughs> I wasn't a big MASH fan, but I'm saying. I've actually never seen I've never seen so MASH. Everybody... I'm only familiar with that it was a TV show that was on the air. I'll bet you there's a scene where he's smoking in the operating room. What does MASH stand for, Chris? <laughs> Mr. Smart Guy? Mr. I Look Up I, Syntax? What's MASH I know stand for? I know it's 4077. I know that. MASH 4077. Yeah, I know. That's their it's military... Um, You're already wrong. I don't know. Mobile, Armal, Mar- <laughs> Mobile Army Surgical Hospital. You don't know either. I know exactly what it is. <laughs> All right. Now that I've embarrassed you, we can move on. <laughs> That's only once in the last couple episodes. So <laughs> well, He's not going to ask me about sports, so we're good. All right, so we'll, we'll do our last part here as we go over to the video store for the last five seconds. If you're looking at the video store counter, what's sitting on the counter? Is that a rewind machine? I could not figure it out. Is it a coffee maker? Now, where are you looking? <laughs> the, the thing with the Arizona iced tea in it? I don't know what you're looking at. Yeah, right on the counter. There's an Arizona iced tea oh. jammed into like Oh, a, I see it. I see it. Yeah. Oh, what is it, that? Is it a coffee it maker facing like the other? Machine. Is it a coffee machine, but they took all the stuff out and they just have stuff sitting there? <laughs> I don't know. Like they, Why is there Arizona iced tea there? Are there pictures of people on it? What? They look like little faces. There, there does look like there's pictures on, on the tape to it. Yeah. Ooh, there's another one back there. I don't know. The thing on the <laughs> counter, I think that... It looks like either a tape recorder or like a, a like a like a like a tape rewinder. I thought it was a I thought it was a tape recorder at first, but that makes more sense for it to be a rewinder. Yeah. Does he ever use it in the scene? No, it's just sitting there. It does look like there's pictures on it. Not that. God Almighty! You're not <laughs> follow along. <laughs> I see what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, now I see that. Actually, I'm stuck on this. I didn't even know Arizona iced tea was out in the '90s. I'm stuck on this coffee maker thing. Honestly, the coffee maker thing looks like a coffee grinder. I don't know, like a really big one. Yeah, actually, it does. You're right. Yeah. A little bit. And maybe they're grinding beans into that can. <laughs> I don't, who knows? Didn't your local video store have a coffee grinder there? So? Yeah, right on the counter. I mean, I could see it these days <laughs> happening. Actually, that's a good point. That's true. Like, oh, come in here to our swanky new place. And I'm trying to see. I There's like three coffee shops around here that are actually video stores as well. So. You saw video stores? Yeah. Well, it's like hipster, hipster. hipster. Oh, hangouts. God. Oh, okay. That's Orlando. Because we have video stores. They're called Red Boxes. That's all we have around here. <laughs> Arizona iced tea was first made available in 1992. Oh, it's brand new. A couple years old. That's the patented Arizona iced tea machine. <laughs> I see. He's making them there. <laughs> and the girl walks up, right? Did you see her jacket? Oh, I saw her jacket. You can bet I saw that <laughs> <Yeah>. jacket. <laughs> Bum equipment? Yeah. That was a big thing in the 90s. Well, what? what is it? It's a, it's a brand name, Bum Equipment. I had a bum oh. equipment shirt. I believe I have a picture of had, me somewhere with a bum equipment shirt on. I had a couple bum equipment sweatshirts, but she's got a jacket. She was really cool. Oh man, she no. she couldn't be more from Jersey if she tried. She oh, the big hair, <laughs> big yeah, hair, she's got big, big Jersey hair. She's got they got the big <laughs> ass earrings on. She got the hoops. <laughs> bigger the hoops, the bigger the hoe. <laughs> she's every person I knew from like 1988 to 1995. I do believe I have pictures of my wife with that hairdo. <laughs> <laughs> Currently, that she's currently wearing. He makes her. <laughs> I wish. I wish she still wore it. That would be great. Honey, I want you to dress up like an 80s Jersey girl. Listen, can you spend three hours in the bathroom teasing your hair out? Here, I, I bought you like a whole case of Aquanet. Go in there and take yeah, care of it. Here, here's Aquanet and a crimping iron. Go do <laughs> <laughs> the, the only reason why we did that, why we made uh, women do that, is so we could spend the next two hours playing video games while they were trying to get their hair to look that way. <laughs> Now you know why. 
takes her an hour. I'm like, okay, perfect. I got an yeah. hour to play video games. So. <laughs> oh, we just yeah. told her. Well, to I would do that. I'm like, oh, are we going to start getting ready? I'll go get ready in five minutes. I will be downstairs playing video games. When my kid shows up, I know that I still probably have at least ten more minutes before my wife arrives. I think we've hit our little vignettes here, our last little five seconds. Um, I don't think I have anything else. Covered the Jay and Bob, the RST video. Dante rationalizing his cheating. He whined about high school being about infidelity, getting a little piece of it. Although, I guess, I'm assuming if you asked him, he wouldn't say that was cheating. What he's doing? Yeah. I'm sure he would just say, oh, you know, we're just talking. We're just talking. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, not to your high school mind. That's not cheating. We all have our I different mean, levels. Like, if my wife watches something on Netflix without me, I think she's cheating. So. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. Or, what or, do you mean you watch the next episode of Deep Space Nine? <laughs> all right. <laughs> or if my, my wife has a dream that I cheated on her, and then she's mad at me the next day. Oh, the whole day. The whole day. <laughs> That's actually happened. That's happened to me, too. That happens, like, every week. Yeah. <laughs> like, you piece of garbage. You cheated on me. What? What are you talking about? Last night. I was right here. <laughs> and was she hot? Yeah. <laughs> was she hot? That is my, my response from now on. <laughs> I always enjoy when it's, like, if it's bad enough, it's, like, someone that she knows, but if it's, like, a celebrity or something, you're like, listen, how many parts of this sound like crap to you? Like, right. there's some what world in which, yeah, there, yeah, if they were, if I was the last person work, on Earth, I, have, I still couldn't handle that. <laughs> in my cubicle at work, I have a huge, like, Atomic Bond poster and, like, a Mad Max poster and, like, both Charlie Theron movies. And, I mean, obviously, I have a crush on Charlie Theron, but Alyssa does not like her because of that. I, I never said that. Okay. What, you don't have a poster from Monster hanging up? <laughs> well, she was hot in that movie, wasn't she? <laughs> that would be impressive if that was the picture you had hanging up. What's impressive is how nasty they made her look. I know. Well, that's why she's a great actress, because she can wear a lot of makeup or something. I don't know. It's just like, women are great actresses if they can ugly them up for a role, and guys are great actors if they can get really fat or skinny. It's like, that guy's a great actor. He lost 60 pounds for this role. Chris DeBale. Yeah. All right. I do not have anything else. What about you, Chris? No. Scrappy Peppy Hero Pup. That's about a scrap. Is that what it is? Happy Scrappy. Happy, happy Scrappy, scrappy Hero Pup. Pup. Don't worry. All- Next week, we're going to get all the happy Scrappy we can handle. It does sound like a dumb... It doesn't even sound like a Disney show. It sounds like, like a shitty Nickelodeon show. Oh, yeah. It sounds oh, like yeah. something that came on after Dory the Explorer or after or Caillou. <laughs> Oh God, Caillou! I, you know what? I can't even bring it up. I, I have, I, I got Caillou PTSD that I still haven't dealt with. <laughs> a bald-headed eight-year-old who whines all the time. Honestly, Caillou was the Caillou's worst. horrible. <laughs> fucking hate Caillou. <laughs> Me too. I'm, I'm gonna name this episode. I fucking hate Caillou. <laughs> <laughs> Caillou made Jeff curse at the end of the episode. <laughs> all right. We're done. Uh, if you guys want to tell where people where they can find your podcast. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Tarantino Minute. We're finishing up Reservoir Dogs and about to start at some point in the in my life, Pulp Fiction, uh, minute by minute. And then you can also find me on my other podcast, Stellar Dynamics. I'm just going to leave it at that. No more about that. Okay. <laughs> uh, and you can check me out um, on Honey Hole My Beer. It's a podcast about two girls sharing craft beer and odd stories. Or um, check us out at Austin Powers Minute which is coming out this fall. All right. You can find me at Slycast, the Sylvester Stallone podcast, where we allegedly break down each Sylvester Stallone movie one at a time. I was just say once, once in a while. Once in a while. Oh, I think we've done two this year. <laughs> We're getting around to it. Uh, it's not like he's still making movies or anything. He's actually getting ahead of us again. Also, you can check out uh, The Burbs Minute, which we uh, finished last year. All 99 episodes are up and ready to go. Go over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review for Jay and Silent Bob Minute. 
Uh, go over to Dueling Genre. Check out all the other fine podcasts over there. Spider-Man Minute, Lord of the Rings Minute, Ferris Bueller Minute, Back to the Future Minute. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There you go. What am I missing? There's still one more, I think. <laughs> Toy Story Minute. Ah, I still might miss one. If I missed one, I I apologize. It's Chris's fault. He didn't put it in the notes. <laughs> all right, I think that's about it for us. Uh, check out MoviesByMinutes.com. And uh, I'm not even supposed to be here today. Go ahead. You can talk. No, no, go ahead. What were you saying? Well, I was going to talk. Go ahead. Caillou.